The Big Small Business Show is brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa. Transform the future of your business. Partner with the CASA today. And the courage to grow is business. MTN Business. A new world of business. On the menu today. Originally I was going to advocate to not go into the manufacturing at all or even for a much later stage. But when I asked you a couple of questions, I found myself changing my mind about what I would tell you is that I would go into the manufacturing. We were inspired by uh, Simon Sinek um, and uh, as many people have in his approach to what's called the golden circle. Uh, and uh, he very clearly stated that every business out there knows what they do. A few of them know how they do it, but very few really do know why they do what they do. Today, we are talking about is my fu- funding need uh, real or BS? And when I say BS, I don't mean big, small. Okay. So, what do you mean by that, Kamara? Hello and welcome to the Big Small Business Show. Now on this show we support entrepreneurs at every part of their journey. If you've had that crazy, crazy idea and want to know how to make it into something commercial or you are in that part of the business cycle where you're having all sorts of expansion issues, people issues, control issues, all those kind of issues that all of us entrepreneurs experience, this is the show for you. Now this part of the show is our panel where we speak with entrepreneurs who are dealing with one particular issue or other. Uh, and uh, w- with me in on the panel is Kumaran, our finance guru. Uh, Kumaran has been uh, uh, assisting entrepreneurs with their financial uh, issues for, for many, many years and actually financing them and understands them from a finance perspective. Our marketing guru is Mona Lisa. Uh, Mona Lisa um, is looking from a perspective of the brand, from how the website looks, how do you get out there, all the marketing aspects of the business. Now our guest in studio today is Paul Bartles, founder of Waterbuck Fire and Water. This is a startup company born from personal loss when Paul's farm burnt down. He consequently designed and manufactured a piece of equipment that can put out small fires and entered this product into the African Entrepreneurship Award competition hosted by BMCE Bank of Africa. He was a winner in this, his category and took home 100,000 US dollars in business startup prize money. Now Paul is uh, ready to take the next entrepreneurial step and came to visit us for some guidance. Let's have a look. Waterbok Fire and Water is a startup business that seeks to provide firefighting services within communities, empowering them to quickly respond to a fire while still small. After a wildfire destroyed the property he lived on, the founder of the business, Paul Bartels, built and developed a cart prototype out of locally available materials and components, which can not only be used to tackle fire, but can also be used to convey water and firewood for household use and growing vegetables. By living on this farm and and seeing what had happened uh, to myself, I thought, well, what about other farmers? What about other communities? Uh, would this not be a suitable product too? 
So yes, there are firefighting units out there, but this seemed to fit into a very specific niche, something a bit bigger than a backpack and something a little smaller than your, your bucky-sucky. So, and again, you need something that's always available. Uh, similar, I would think, to a fire extinguisher that you'd find in a building. What do we have in the countryside? We don't really have something suitable. So this f uh, seemed to fit into that uh, particular niche. With the relatively small clientele and producing his carts at a very small scale, Paul seeks to distribute his products into the communities in the informal settlements and small to large scale farmers who continue to experience wildfires that destroy their crops and homes. My one year goal, I would like to get it as quickly as possible into the market, the product as quickly as possible into the market uh, for two reasons. Uh, the one is uh, one shouldn't ever have time to waste. This business needs to be launched. And at the same time, then this business would then be one. I would see the users using the product. Uh, and from that, to be able to judge uh, where are we, at what point are we, how should more of the components be outsourced? Do I go straight into manufacture? When do I go into own manufacture? Because at the moment, I'm obviously outsourcing different aspects and then doing the assembly over here. As you heard, Paul asked uh, that we assist him with guidance on how to go to market. Welcome, Paul. Thank you. Right, a very interesting product there. Now, let's just start off by trying to understand. You spoke about sort of where it sat in a niche, but I'm really concerned about whether that niche really exists. I mean, are, how are people currently uh, in a fire situation trying to deal with it? Are they carrying buckets? Like, what is the current modus operandi that uh, you are seeing as an opportunity so currently yes there's backpacks for instance uh, anywhere from 15 to 20 liters but again that's that's pretty heavy after you've carried that for an hour you'll know all about it so you want a little more water uh, the next kind of size up would then be a bucky-sucky so again you need a vehicle you need a driver you need petrol so the whole idea of this was to how do you have something that's that's embedded within a community and that they can use immediately as opposed to buckets or beating a fire. Now I'm, I'm, I'm a little, um, I'm a novice here, I don't understand firefighting. But when I looked at 65 litres, it doesn't seem like a lot of water. I mean, how long would that, how long would it take to use that up? Yeah. Well, again, it's a case of what's, what's the next best or below that is 15 to 20 litres. So it's three yeah. to four times more water with one man operating it. And by having this design, you're able to get into areas that, for instance, would be difficult to get in with a vehicle, for instance. So you could, for instance, cut three or four wires on a fence and you can get into areas where a vehicle can't get into. And again, trying to carry a, a, a backpack is, it becomes a real problem after a while. Last question for me is around the, the actual product, the patenting of that. Is the product patented? It Does it have a design patent or anything? There is a design patent, yeah, and okay. there's patent pending. Okay, great. Uh, who's the buyer? Okay, the, the market as we see it is, is there's, there's a huge scope and obviously we want to try and focus initially on, on certain uh, markets. So from your large commercial farmers who might have a bucky-sucky and for instance by law, there's a law that says uh, all farms must make fire breaks. Even into that market it fits because again, once you're making a fire break, you've got to have follow-up behind. 
often felt fires break out because the guys have gone along for two so or three kilometers. Commercial farmers, so one. commercial farmers. Is there a second? Then there's private farmers, uh, any farmers uh, from any kind of size down to a small, uh, small scale farmer, also plot owners. Is there a third? And of course, uh, a third thing we'd like to go into at some stage would be water provision uh, for communities. And that would be a different thrust. That okay. would be more your philanthropic uh, donor. So you're selling to the farmers? But I think there's another market which I picked up in, in the clip, which was, uh, or the reading, was the fact that you ha would have eight agencies as potential buyers for distribution. Correct. Is that, yes. is that another eight market? Yes. yes, so that would be a market eight. for those that can't really afford it. If you think of your small scale farmers mm. uh, who, who are a bit cash strapped, so they have nothing except buckets, yeah. maybe, and beaters and break a branch. So there is that, uh, that area, and again, because of our urban wildlands area getting bigger and bigger, we have more people urbanizing, we have this real threat of, of felt fires. So also your plot owners. Mm. So you might not be a farmer, but you own a piece of land out in wherever, and uh, it's too expensive to really go and buy a specific pickup or a trailer s uh, specifically to fight fires, why not have two or three of these embedded? What, do you, what are you charging for them? What do you, what's the in the region price? of 3,800. Okay. Manalisa, any last questions before the break? And then info, informal settlements, you know, where it's not um, farm specific, but also has high risk because of the condensity. What would be the avenue to, to give them access to, to something like this? Would it not involve private sponsoring or, or, or CSI, I don't yeah. know. I think that's very important and again to identify communities that really have a need for it. We know that women and children have to um, sometimes walk up to four or five kilometers carrying water mm. either on their heads or, or carrying it. So you know, there would be a market and to get into uh, NGOs for instance that are working with communities already uh, to certainly be working with municipalities uh, and to be able to then identify communities and then through CSI spend or philanthropic or, or specific donors to try and say, okay, this community needs so many units, let's get it into the community. Okay. Well, uh, we have to take a break. Now, after the break, we'll continue with more questions for Paul. Do stay tuned. <laughs>